Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Leonard Skinner, Simple Man, all things Simple Man are all things Bill O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com where O'Reilly lives, breathes, and dies. Mr. O'Reilly, sir. And dies? Do you know something I don't? <laughs> no. Uh, don't worry. I'd be very nice. I'd say very nice things about you because I, uh, I know a lot of good things. Um, so here's my word of the day to use an O'Reilly phrase. And it's called common sense, Bill. You know what's missing in this country? Common, simple sense. It's common sense to control your border. It's common sense with all the... The, the the wealth of energy resources we have, natural resources, to be energy independent and energy dominant. Um, it's common sense, Bill, that schools ought to focus on reading, writing, math, science, history, and computers, and uh, let parents do the value instilling at home and kids at school. You know, they they ought not be educating kids. You know, on issues that parents uh, find contradicting of their own values. Another one is, you know, we need to have safety and security, Bill, law and order, if we want to, as a country, uh, be able to pursue happiness, have every American pursue happiness. Um, these are simple things. Balancing our budget, living within our means, not robbing from future generations. And lastly, Having a mean, tough military, not a woke military with now transgender people doing the recruiting and talk about, you know, t- turning our, our weapons of war into electric vehicles. Uh, what are we going to put charging stations on the battlefield? Um, this is common sense. This is not Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal. And what's missing, Bill, is common sense thoughts. What's the enemy of common sense, Hannity? Insanity. (laughs) That's it. Emotion. Okay, fair answer. Emotion is the enemy of common sense. And everybody listening to us knows that when you get angry, when you get distraught, despair, 
then you lose the ability to think clearly. Common sense is simply the ability to think clearly. And when you get emotional and when you are in some kind of psychic pain, that goes out the window and you make mistakes. So the country is making mistakes. Obviously, if you look at America from the time it signed on in 1776 to today, we are in a down cycle. And we're in a down cycle because we cannot agree on what kind of a country we want. We can't agree on that. So you've got this powerful, media-driven movement to change traditional America in every way. You, you are in a position now to say, our traditions worked. And again, I come at this from a historical, not an ideological party viewpoint. Our traditions worked. And if you look at America and how we were in terrible situations, civil war, terrible, Great Depression, Axis powers attacking, declaring war on us, World War II. These were unbelievably catastrophic occurrences, but we got out of it because the population was united in the sense that we're going to right the wrong. That's gone now. And because the politicians have polarized and the media has chosen a side. The people who deliver information have chosen a side. And that is the progressive side. So if you're on our side, you're good. If you're not, you're evil. And so the American people, particularly younger people, who don't have the frame of reference anymore to understand what happened in the Great Depression or World War II, they don't know. Um, they then are easily manipulated, and that's why you're seeing this crazy stuff that we're dealing with. So I watch, for example, you know, all that's going on. We, we got this Durham report a little late, but it is devastating, Bill, about a, syst a systemic abuse of power in some of our formerly greatest institutions, our FBI, for example. And then we see, then you fast forward to the 2020 election and you learn that the FBI had Hunter's laptop in December of 2019. They verified it in the spring of 2020, but then FBI agents were in the months leading up to the 2020 presidential election meeting with big tech companies, warning them they may be victims of a misinformation campaign that may be about Hunter or Joe Biden. Uh, hence, they were pre-bunking what they knew was inevitably going to come out because Rudy Giuliani had a copy. Now we know that the, the 51 or the dirty 51, as Miranda Devine calls them, former Intel officials, uh, we know that John Brennan testified it was purely political, the reason he signed on to that document. And then the revelation that active CIA members were involved in recruiting some of these former Intel agents. That, to me, is corruption. That is, you know, I don't know if you like the term deep state, but these are people that are entrusted with power, that are abusing that power, and the response from the mob, the media, is a collective yawn. Worse than that, CNN didn't even cover it last night. They didn't even mention it. So it's suppression. It's not apathy on a part of the media. It's suppression. That's what happens in Cuba and Russia and China. They suppress the news that doesn't help the state of uh, communism or socialism, whatever. So 
the importance of the Durham report, and this is why it's kind of heartbreaking. If you and I were to walk out and go shopping at Roosevelt Field on Long Island tonight, the biggest mall in Nassau County. By the way, when's the last time you went shopping at the Roosevelt Field shopping mall? Because I haven't been there since I'm a kid. I, I looked at the stores, but I, I was having dinner there. But anyway, if you and I were to go there and then stop random people, particularly under 50 years old, and say, hey, what do you think about the Durham report? They won't know what we're talking about, will they? No blanking idea. None. How do, but how do Americans, do they not see the crime that is now in every big city and small town across America that is bought into defund, dismantle, no bail? Do they not see the fentanyl coming across the border, the heroin, the opioids? Uh, do they not see the insanity that we have people on the terror watch list? Some that they're catching, but some that are getting away and creating terror cells in this country. And again, I go back to my word of the day, Bill. It's simple, basic, fundamental common sense. And I can add to that, that we really don't seem to have a president that that is very aware of anything at this point, which scares me even more. Yeah, well, that is frightening. I mean, you got a chief executive who doesn't know and can't cannot retain information. I mean, that's the key to it. But going back to the Durham report, the danger here is this, that... The United States has invested power and money into the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And if you read my book, Killing the Mob, the Federal Bureau of Investigation did a very good job in dismantling organized crime. It still exists, but it's not nearly what it was in the 50s and 60s. Good job wiping out the Klan. Good job containing uh, World War II spies, FBI Japanese spies. Good job in the Cold War. They were effective, the FBI. Very effective. Okay? In fact, after 9-11, um, countries, individual countries, requested uh, American FBI offices to open, which they did. We have FBI in, in I think it's 70 countries around the world now. So... You have this agency that is effective in fighting crime and saboteur, sabotage. But now, because of leadership, Comey, McCabe, Peter Strzok, Weissman, Andrew Weissman, the whole crew, they decided to use their power to interfere with a presidential election. That's what they did. That is against every constitutional tenant we have but here's the real shame of it none of them will be held accountable in a court of law none of them that's that is the real shame of it you know bill think of the 2020 election the fbi could have verified hunter biden's laptop they got it in december 2019 how many days do you think it would take them to verify authenticate that that laptop was very real they could have they could have said easily that Hunter Biden's laptop implicated Joe Biden in a still undefined and I think you would have to put that in because the laptop is hearsay in a court of law. You have to prove what Hunter Biden wrote in it because he might have been on crack when he wrote. Nobody nobody knows. But they could have easily said we have this laptop. The son of the presidential candidate, 
all right, is saying that his father might have been involved in a nefarious activity with foreign powers. And we're looking into it. We're investigating that. They certainly could have said that. Now, the press would have gone nuts if they did that. You know that. They would have gone crazy. Oh, you're unverified. You're spreading rumors. And that's why the FBI did not do it. They feared the New York Times and the Washington Post. They feared that if Biden won the election, which he did, they'd all be fired. Christopher Wray would have been fired. Everyone, the CIA chief would have been fired. So they decided to come down on the side of Biden, hoping that he would win and they keep their jobs, and they did. All right, quick break. More with Simple Man Bill O'Reilly on the other side. 800-941-SEAN. Our number, if you want to be a part of the program, we'll hit the phones as well as we continue. CBS TV, and it's the news like nobody else. This is the Sean Hannity Show. Hey, I've shared the importance of every school having a Knox entry access system that quickly gets law enforcement into locked doors when needed. Now, tragically, the importance continues. 18 U.S. school shootings have occurred from January through March. Now, many schools have a Knox entry system, but the statistics illustrate the need and importance for all schools to provide law enforcement with quick access to locked doors. Now, you can learn more about Knox entry when you go to schoolentry.com. Do it today, schoolentry.com. All right, we continue with all things Simple Man Bill O'Reilly, all things O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. Let me ask you this. Um, I want to know, how does America fix this? And I'm asking you this. I'm not looking at this through a political prism. I'm looking at this as, you know, an American that sees our country deteriorating uh, nothing seems to be successful now. The economy is a disaster. China, Russia, Iran, they're on the move. Um, and, you know, we America's abdicated its role as the leader of the free world. And frankly, the lone superpower, China's now trying to replace our dollar as the world's currency. And these are significant issues. And And Joe Biden, apparently, according to a report I read today, is contemplating uh, when he makes a, a visit to Japan for apologizing for Hiroshima and Nagasaki, um, maybe the Japanese should have apologized for Pearl Harbor, which started, you know, our involvement in World War II and my father fighting four years in the Pacific. If Biden apologizes for the dropping of the atom bombs, he's finished. He can't even if he runs, he'll lose. Because that'll, that'll anger every American senior citizen. I wouldn't be talking to you because my father was on a destroyer heading to Japan for the invasion, and his, um, his destroyer would have been sunk by kamikaze pilots. And if you don't believe me, just read Killing a Rising Sun. Every single thing is in there. The United States had to do that. There would have been far more people killed in an invasion of Japan then with two atomic bombs dropped far more casualties. So if Biden was that stupid, I don't believe he will be that stupid, but God knows that would be a good thing for the country, Hannity, because that would eliminate him from any kind of contention in 2024. Every single American over the age of 50 would have to know that's insane. But, you, you know, your question is, we are at a crossroads in this country, and I'm not, your question is, can we reverse it? Okay, can we reverse this? 
And it would take a tremendously strong Abraham Lincoln-esque president to do that. So I think we're going to meander. Our- All right, give me three top candidates. I've got 30 seconds. What was, you, what was the question? Three top candidates that that you see that would be most able to to get us on the right track. I can't answer it in 30 seconds. I'm going to write a column uh, for BillOReilly.com Sunday called Fear the Walking Trump. Wow. Well, that should be interesting. I think you can name them, but I think you're staying apolitical. That's what I think. Well... There's some truth. There's some truth to that. I know you well enough. Yeah, in that column, I'm going to tell you that that Donald Trump could win. Yeah, I think so too. The things are that bad, um, and America. Look, Winston Churchill was despised in Great Britain, uh, but after Neville Chamberlain and peace in our time, uh, they needed somebody that was a warrior, blood, toil, tears, and sweat. I should get an A plus on my history report, Mr. Professor. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, all things O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. Sir, always a pleasure to have you. Appreciate you being with us. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast more than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies i'm your host alex fumero and each week i'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies from the godfather andy garcia he has the smarts of Vito, the temper of sunny 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Charles in the free state of Florida. Charles, how are you? Glad you called, sir. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate that. Great uh, state with uh, DeSantis. Super, super for sure. Um, I was calling regarding the Durham report, the Horowitz report, the pending Comer report, the pending Jim Jordan report. You know what? I'm reported out. I, I think the, all these reports, are, they're going nowhere. And the only thing that it's going to produce is another report. Every time that we think that we have this, you know, the smoking gun, it, it, it blows up and backfires in our face. Yesterday I heard two, two people, Nikki Haley one, she's, you know, she said that people need to be held accountable. And in the same breath, she goes, but we need to look forward. Then I hear Lindsey Graham. He, he gives a complete pass. He wants Merritt Garland and Christopher Ray. To anyone whose lives were completely disrupted, upended, ruined, he wants Merrick Garland and Christopher Ray to call up and apologize. Okay, that does not cut it. Christopher Ray, frankly, he had every opportunity to clean up what once was and should again be the world's premier law enforcement agency. He's had his opportunity. You know, well, we instituted this change and that change. Okay, well, it didn't work out that well because the FBI was still involved in elections in 2020. We know because uh, we had FBI officials meeting weekly with big tech uh, companies in the lead up to the 2020 election. And due to testimony in the then 
Attorney General, now Senator Schmidt case in Missouri, uh, that they were pre-bunking any stories about Hunter and Joe. So, and, oh, you're probably going to be the victim of a disinformation campaign. What was the result of that? The result of that was the FBI putting cinder blocks on the 2020 election uh, by pre-bunking what was a blockbuster story that I believe would have changed dramatically the outcome of the 2020 election. They had no business being involved. None of these people are being held accountable. Ohio loyalty, that with James, uh, you know, uh, Jim, uh, James Comey, a higher loyalty. Are you kidding me? Uh, he couldn't have done more damage to this great agency than he did. And again, he should have been held accountable. McCabe, Strzok, Page. Uh, and then, of course, they're willing accomplices. We can't let the media mob off the hook here either. You know, I spent three years digging down deep. We created a great ensemble cast on this show. It included Greg Jarrett and Sarah Carter and John Solomon and Catherine Herridge at the time. And we were breaking story after story, first vindicated in the Horowitz report, vindicated again this week. And collectively, the mob, the media, they must be fine with this. But I can't imagine that if the FBI under Donald Trump were pre-bunking a story that was similar and one of the Trump kids had a, a laptop like Hunter's and was involved in all these foreign business dealings with our adversaries, uh, I think they'd be paying a hell of a lot more attention than they're paying to it now. The sad truth is, is right now in America, equal justice under the law is dead. Equal application of our laws is dead. There is no accountability. There is a dual justice system. I wish it weren't so, but it's so. And so, you know, unless and until we clean house, and if that means the Republicans got to step up, defund these agencies and start anew with a very specific stated purpose and oversight that will make sure that this kind of thing can't happen again. You know what? It's it's just going to keep happening in the future. You know, who knows what they'll plan for 2024. Uh, but I agree with you. This 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 is beyond serious. Uh, anyway, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Don in Michigan. Don, hi. How are you? Glad you called. Hey, Sean, you're a great American brother. Thanks for everything you do, man. Hey, thank you for joining us. Glad you checked in. Sir. So uh, I think Donald Trump has a, has a case to file a civil rights lawsuit against uh, these agencies, uh, you know, a 1983 lawsuit. They definitely violated his civil rights. He was a private citizen running a campaign. Um, and I don't know why or, or if uh, he's even thinking about this. What do you think of that idea? Uh, look, as far as I'm concerned, he does. He should have, uh, as should all the other innocent people that were harassed. Um, I spoke, I'm not going to mention who I spoke to a source that was a victim of, of this witch hunt. Um, and, and one of them said that they're looking into every legal possibility to hold these people accountable. I don't blame them one bit. You know, look at this guy Papadopoulos. Look what they did to his life. He had a, it was only two weeks in jail. Linda, you remember the day? I, I mean, he was saying, I might just, I might not take the two weeks. I might fight this. I said, you better just take the two weeks in jail. Because they'll turn it into 20 years if they can. And at that point, I didn't want to see this kid's life ruined and his and his wife's life ruined. Um, but a lot of people were unfairly targeted, damaged. 
you know, where, where were the, you know, pre-dawn raids and, you know, guns drawn, 30 uh, SWAT team members, CNN fake news cameras, you know, when any Democrat gets raided? Why was Mar-a-Lago raided, but not uh, UPenn or not uh, uh, Biden's home or not Biden's, uh, you know, Delaware office that he had? How come how come it didn't happen? How come there were no consequences for 33,000 deleted emails that had been subpoenaed. How is it Hillary Clinton was able to get, you know, top officials to buy into her phony Russian misinformation dossier that she paid for that was never corroborated? What happens to the people that use that as the bulk of information to get a FISA warrant approved, it was Andy McCabe that famously said, oh, if we didn't have the dossier, there would be no approval of the FISA warrant. Okay, they used it four times. Jim Comey signed three of the four. Rod Rosenstein signed the last one. And you would think, oh, in retrospect, they're all saying, oh, in retrospect, we wouldn't have signed it. Well, when you say it's verified, which is at the top of a FISA application, it better be verified. Otherwise, you are lying in a court of law. That would put you, me, and everybody listening to this show right now in jail forever. Anyway, appreciate it. But can the I goal. say something about what Don said? Would you like to uh, add to Don, the- I agree with you. I mean, at the end of the day, doesn't Trump have a right to just be a private citizen right now and say, oh, guess what? Since you guys were so full of Adam Schiff, I'm now going to have my say. But I think he's got to wait, right? Because we've got, you know, we've got a biased SCOTUS, we've got a biased DOJ, a biased FBI, a biased CIA, a biased White House, Soros bought and paid attorney generals. I mean, we got, he doesn't stand a chance in hell to get a fair trial right now. We got to get the country back on track before he can do that. You know what I'm saying? And he'd have to file in Virginia. Yeah. Where his campaign on. Or the moon. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous. I just don't know where the guy gets a fair trial, honestly. And anybody who worked for him, around him, or near him. And that was Sean's point about Papadopoulos. Well stated. Anyway, appreciate the call, Don. Good call. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Look, many of you heard me raving about Henry repeating arms. Their line of 200 rifles and shotguns, they're amazing. The quality is amazing. The company is a, a patriotic company. They're dedicated to our country. Every Henry uh, firearm is made in America or not made at all. They have award-winning customer service. They back every firearm with a lifetime guarantee. Uh, don't forget, Henry has their line of tribute rifles. you got to check these out. They honor all the unsung heroes that really do make the country great. Our farmers, our truckers, our oilmen, our coal miners, and, of course, active mil- active duty military are veterans they're perfect to cherish yourself as a gift or you can you know whatever whatever you want to do but they're they're really amazing you can see them for yourself at their website henryusa.com slash tribute and then of course they have henry's deluxe engraved limited edition rifles so when i say limited it's limited they are the crown jewels of uh, any gun collection masterfully engaged uh, engraved with the finest wood stocks uh, once an edition sells out, it is gone, and it is gone forever. Just check out their website, henryusa.com. You'll get a free catalog, free decals, and a list of dealers where you are. Henryusa.com. You're going to love this company. I love this company. And now, now a word from the 46th President of the United States. You ever been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. You said you were, but you're, you're, now you got to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. Sean 
Kennedy is on right now. All right, let's head back to our busy phones. Uh, let us say, well, Susan in Connecticut is making a similar point. Hey, Susan, how are you? Glad you called. Hi, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. I just also want to reiterate, I think what happened to the former president was despicable, horrifying, and outrageous. And I really wish he'd sue for money for defamation of character, Clinton, Brenner, uh, Comey, McCabe, Clapper, etc., Lincoln and Sullivan should both be losing their jobs and their security clearances. As far as I'm concerned, they've committed treason against the government. And I really think Trump needs to go after the wallets of these people because it's just outrageous. And as far as Adam Schiff goes, now... He's about to get a promotion. He's going to be elected senator. Mark my words. I wish I was wrong, but California's nuts. And they're going to watch. He'll end up getting a promotion for being the biggest congenital liar in Congress. I've never I mean, where was this report? It didn't exist. And I really feel that, um, again, the president should sue the pants off of these people for money. I know he doesn't need the money. He could give it to the vet tunnels to towers, things, Jude, all that. There's the kids. But I just think it's... I don't think it's a bad idea. I mean, all of that takes time and money. Look, But look at all the legal hurdles now that they've thrown in front of him. You know, a special counsel, Mar-a-Lago raid, uh, a 29-year-old uh, allegation of assault um, uh, that he's dealing with and, and taking up on appeal. Then you got Alvin Bragg. Then you got the state of Georgia standing by. I, I've read that transcript out of Georgia uh, you know, at least 10 times. And it's there's nothing in there that is accurately portrayed by the media when you look at it in its full context. They take out, oh, you, only, you only needed to find 11,000 some odd votes. But he had been making the case about how in this specific area, in this specific example, this is how many votes you got wrong. This is where integrity measures were uh, were not applied properly. It's it's very much in context, but, you know, they're going to make it as hard as they possibly can. And let me add one thing here. Whether it's Trump, whether it's DeSantis, whoever the nominee is, they're going to pull the same crap against any Republican presidential candidate. They're going to attack any conservative that is a threat to their power base because that's who they are. That's what they do. All right. Does that make sense? Give me the last word. I also want to say the papers and all these people who got these Pulitzer Prize awards for this, really, I mean, they should all give them back and give them back to people like uh, Miranda Devine and people who were looking for the truth, telling the I, truth. I think I should be in the running with Greg Jarrett, John Solomon, Sarah Carter, and, and Catherine Herridge, but, you know, who am I? I'm just, I don't want to pat myself. I'm kidding. Um, I don't want their Pulitzer Prize. You know what? But they didn't deserve them. They were based on stories that were lies. Susan, thank you. Vin in Texas, we got one minute, Vin. It's all yours. Take it. Yeah, Sean, in 2020, did you remember this? Democratic Congressman Adam Schiff was forced to release over 50 transcripts of testimony that was given in front of the House Intelligence Committee in 2017 in closed hearings and under oath. Testimony under oath was given by Schiff and other officials that were saying at the time, 
on various media outlets that there was evidence in, quote, plain sight of collusion of Russia and the, the Trump campaign during the 2016 presidential campaign. Under oath, every one of these officials testified they had no evidence of any collusion. Adam Schiff did not want these uh, transcripts to be released. Um, Some of the people that were uh, testifying was James Clapper, Andrew McCabe, Ben Rhodes, Samantha Power, Susan Rice, all former uh, Obama administration uh, directors uh, and deputies of the various agencies. This actually happened. You remember that one? I I remember all of it. We covered all of it. Uh, I wish I had more time, Ben. Uh, Thanks for checking in. The great free state of Texas. We love our friends in Texas. 800-941-SEAN on number. You want to be a part of the program. All right. Got to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, Greg Abbott just tweeted out, by the way, Texas has now bused over 18,500 migrants to sanctuary cities. Isn't it amazing? New York City is now pushing out all of the migrants, the illegal immigrants that end up in their city? Isn't it amazing that Martha's Vineyard, you know, they could, they wouldn't allow illegal immigrants to stay on that island for more than, they didn't even stay 24 hours. They were gone. Lori Lightweight throwing people out into the suburbs. Now Eric Adams in New York doing the same thing. Amazing. They don't seem to want to live by their own mantra and their own law breaking. Don't forget Muriel Bowser in D.C. Yeah, exactly. Great point. Uh, if I was Greg Abbott, and DeSantis and every other Republican governor, I'd be doing the same thing. Uh, anyway, when we come back, Brandon Judd, president of the National Border Patrol Council and 20-year active veteran of the Border Patrol, will join us. And Senator James Lankford of Oklahoma, straight ahead as we continue. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I wanna confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 